This is August 5th, 2020. I've been hearing from people in the last couple of days, people who attended the online session of last week, the four-day session with Amala Sensei. And uh, what I've been hearing is what I also hear after all the other sessions uh, that I've ever been part of, which is uh, the challenge of the re-entry process, the transitioning uh, back to daily life. Um, I have in front of me uh, a couple of paragraphs uh, written by a Sangha member um, who attended. Um, he had the uh, <clears throat> the added challenge of uh, accommodating to a, quite a different time zone than than uh, Rochester, <laughs> and but not quite as different as Amala Sensei herself. Um, there was a 16-hour difference between uh, Rochester and Auckland, so she she really faced it. But I wanted to read a, a couple of paragraphs uh, that this fellow emailed me. This is what he says. It was great to be back in Sashin, however modified. I found the temptations of home life not too hard to handle. I've long held to a principle not to be a slave to my cell phone or any other device. So I find it easy to tune them out or shut them down entirely for the week. Let me just say, this is, would have made a, a big difference and would make a big difference in anyone's sashin to steer clear of uh, those temptations. <clears throat> he says, I get the impression others struggle a lot more with that. The hardest part for me in those practical matters was that each evening I'd spend a couple hours preparing and eating dinner with my wife as our compromise for me otherwise totally isolating trying to be fully present with her, as you suggested last time we spoke. Yeah, this is uh, something, uh, advice generally for anyone I would offer is, uh, if you do uh, share a house with anyone, uh, partner, children, parents, uh, that you, if you're, uh, you are attending the online session, that you just try to find and negotiate a, a balance, something that's acceptable to your family members, uh, because it's important. You, uh, I don't know, I suppose you could try to enlist their support to isolate completely. Uh, I think I've heard of someone doing that, going into the basement and not coming out for four days. Um, and if they were on board with that, great. It's a little a little closer to a conventional sashin, such as we have at Chapin Mill, where we're effectively monastics uh, for the course of the sashin. But I think that's unusual. I think uh, most people do uh, want to find some balance, and uh, as this fellow did, uh, apparently agreed to uh, have dinner with his wife, um, 
but but the key thing, of course, is that whatever whatever time you're giving to others in your household, that you do it fully, and not not uh, not try to to like say work on a koan when you're with them. Um, it's highly unlikely that you can be fully with them and working on a koan at the same time. That is, if you're uh, engaging in any conversation, for sure. And this is something I, I often say to people, which is the, the key to Zen practice is an undivided mind. An undivided mind. And so it's better uh, when you're not sitting uh, to be completely with whatever it is you feel you need to do. Uh, it's much better than sort of going through the motions uh, and um, wishing you had the isolation of a of a sashin, a Chapin Mill, where you didn't have any distractions at all. Uh, you're if you're really one with your family members or whatever it is you have to do, if you're really wholeheartedly doing it, then it's it's you're not losing ground. It's uh it's a form of practice, of course. Even if say you're working on a koan, even if the koan doesn't come to mind very much, as long as you're not divided when you're with your family members. But I'll uh, resume his piece here. Each time it felt a bit like a poorly timed gear change, and getting back into the sashin gear was always a struggle at first, especially because it was during yaza hours by the Rochester clock, so lacking in structure to help move things along. So he was he was trying to sit after 9.30 Rochester time, um, and it didn't have the support of too many others, or at least not the uh, the, the structure of the bells and keening and so forth. Everyone, uh, anyone who's done a sashin part time, uh, where you have to leave the sashin for a shorter or longer period of time and then re-enter the session knows what he's talking about about the the difficult gear change and so we can say yeah if you if you have to leave session in any sense of the word um, because of certain things you feel compelled to do you do them and uh, and then and expect that it's going to be involve Transitions first in the leaving of the session where regular life can seem a little bit hard to process, and then going back in. Uh, it's um, it's important to remember that uh, even with those difficult transitions back and forth, that if you're doing more sitting. Uh, as you would be, even if you're going to session part-time, if you're doing more sitting, then that's something you can bring to uh, your your life 
at your house. And regardless of leaving Sashin aside, just to sit more uh, on a regular day, it may involve a little bit of a transition. Um, say you're used to sitting an hour a day to go up to two hours or four hours. Yeah, there's going to be uh, some gear shifting there. Um, but it's worth it, isn't it, to learn how to more fully inform your daily activities with this this settled mind, this clear mind that we uh, return to in our sitting. Another paragraph here. I also found myself wishing this had been a seven-day run. Four days is like riding your bike all the way up the mountain, then not getting to reap the reward of the ride down the other side. Yep. Uh, many people have found this to be true, uh, that uh, it takes, oh, maybe three days of uh, <laughs> uphill work uh, to, to, to find another mode of working. I think this is, it's really a very common experience. You know that saying, uh, success is 90% perspiration and 10% inspiration? Yeah, it's sort of like that, that, that the first three, maybe even four, but generally I think, say, three days of a session is effortful. Um, it takes work. It work, takes work to... Um, not, it takes work to refrain from getting bogged down in thoughts. But, uh, but once that initial period is over, then our practice uh, becomes something else. It becomes more of an effortless effort where we are born along. Um, we are, we get a kind of lift off after three or four days of session. And then he reported here um, a period where he's struggling. Every session involves struggle. Uh, that's the nature of session. It's the nature of the mind. He said, I also found, oh, excuse me, on the last night especially, I was flagging after dinner. The day's sitting had been hard, which fits a pattern of past sessions for me, of hitting the doldrums after a couple days of strong sitting. It was the closest I came to indulging in the temptations of home life, like going back upstairs to get some dessert. To get past it, I tried something I've never done before, based on some things I've heard you say in Taisho, prostrations. It just felt like I needed a more physical practice in that moment. So I cleared the space in front of my tiny Buddha figurine and chose 108 as my target and just went for it. Uh, let me just pause and say that, yes, uh, this can be something that can uh, 
um, be uh, renewing. It can help you uh, kickstart your practice uh, to do a whole slew of prostrations. 108 is a lot, uh, although in Korean Zen, I'm told often in Korean Zen, uh, the daily schedule uh, starts with 108 prostrations in the morning, the early, early morning, even before the sitting. 108 prostrations, and the uh, the Korean teachers who uh, recounted this to me uh, spoke very highly of it. But uh, anyway, when I was done, I felt not that different, just more awake and less resistant to hitting the mat, and a little sweaty, he says. But man, my Zazen felt so refreshed after that. It was remarkable, really. So there's another thing for our toolkit. If you're feeling lethargic, resistant, um, try some prostrations. I recommend uh, not diving right into 108 because you may well regret it the next day in your calves and thighs. Uh, but... Uh, some, some, I don't know, 27, uh, 52. Uh, these are the, the old, uh, traditional, um, divisions of the, of the 108. 108, by the way, is a, is a classic number in Buddhism. Um, we, uh, we toll the big bell at uh, Arnold Park 108 times on New Year's Eve. And um, there's some formula. It's uh, the three treasures times the three time periods times the this times the that. But it's a it's a real classic number in Buddhism, 108, as is uh, 7 and as is number 3. So that's ambitious, 108. This, this fellow uh, reported that he... Uh, is fit. He he does um, training, uh, but uh, you might, if you want to try this, start with fewer of them. But man, my zazen felt so refreshed after that. It was remarkable, really. So, give it a try. Here's another tool uh, or suggestion. Based on a uh, some some input I, I I received from someone else in the sangha who uh, confided that reciting the four vows, chanting the four vows, uh, too often she recognizes uh, is become is going through the motions, just um, chanting it with nothing behind it. And, uh, of course, I know exactly what she means. I'm, I'm betting that all, anyone, everyone knows what that is. I mean, in a way, that's that's what... it's. It goes right to the point of Zen practice, is how can we, whatever we're doing, how can we be more fully engaged with it? And again, without an undivided mind, when we're chanting the four vows to be just chanting the four vows 
completely. So I, 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 I told her what I felt, which was good, good for her for recognizing that. Uh, many people might spend years chanting the four vows and, and uh, not realizing that it's half-hearted. Uh, but then secondly, that she might try, uh, making sure that her eyes are open. I think it's it's probably quite common that when people are chanting, whether it's the four vows or something else, uh, that their eyes, they let their eyes close. And the problem with that is that it's it's too easy to lapse into random thoughts, to let the mind wander when the eyes are closed. I hope all of you know that uh, it's just uh, the basic uh, feature of Zen meditation is to do it with your eyes open. This may not be common in, in, in terms of meditation, other kinds of meditation. I know there, there are other kinds of meditation where you are told to close your eyes. But um, in Zen practice, we leave them open as best we can. Uh, so that we can stay more wakeful and that we're less likely to um, drift into thoughts and fantasies. Now, more open, uh, I suggested to her was to keep, to see that if the, you could keep the gaze on the, on the wall in front of you, if you're facing the wall, to keep the, your gaze about three feet up two and a half, three feet up the wall, which I bet is higher than many people are used to doing it. But I also want to encourage others to to try this, uh, whether you're chanting or not, just in the sitting, your own sitting, to sit with your, your eyes two and a half, three feet up the wall. And um, it you may, you know, try it. You may take a little a little getting used to, but once you do get used to it, you may find that it's, it affects the quality of your sitting uh, for the better. And she did report, after she did it for a couple of days, that it really helped her be more conscious and awake and with it when she's chanting the four vows. The other thing, uh, to to get more with it, uh, when you are chanting with the hands palm to palm, is to be sure that the palms are pressed firmly together. This, uh, I, I, I have learned myself, can make really an important difference. Uh, it may be that that uh, when our when the palms are pressed firmly together, that. Uh, it's it's our our body mind as a whole is more fully engaged uh who knows exactly why but this also is something i'd recommend is uh, uh press them firmly so that the the whole palm of one hand is pressing against the whole palm of the upper the other hand um, and uh can make quite a difference well that's it for today Take care.